Muhammad Ali, John Cena, always saying the champ is here. Well, no. The champions in 2023 are at St. Bede. The Lady Bruins softball team won the IHSA Class 1A state championship 7-6 against Illini Bluffs on Saturday, June 3rd. Wow, what an insane game. The Lady Bruins are down three. They score six in the bottom of the third for a 6-3 lead. Then Illini Bluffs scores one in the fourth and two in the fifth to tie the game 6-6 headed into the sixth inning. St. Bede brings the nine, one, and two hitters to the plate. Ava Balestri, freshman designated player, comes off the bench had not played in the championship game yet. Hits a single from the number nine spot. Courtesy runner Lily McLean comes in. And then senior Madeline Torrance hits the RBI single to give SBA the 7-6 edge. Illini Bluffs comes to the plate, top of the seventh, and go one, two, three, as freshman Lily Bosnick makes all three outs. Two pop-ups, and then makes a magical, radical Crazy awesome play where the ball's coming towards her at short. She stumbles. It bounces off her glove. She does like this little tuck and roll thing, grabs the ball, and places it on the second base to get the force out and the game. St. Pete wins the championship. Woo! I'm your host, Brandon Lachance. I was there at the championship, actually covered the St. Bede softball team's entire postseason run with WLPO 103.9 and, of course, Edge of Your Seat podcast. Don't know where you listen to this show, but you can listen to every episode of Edge of Your Seat podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the website www.rss.com backslash podcasts. That is plural with an S backslash Edge of Your Seat podcast. Socials, we're there. Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, Twitter, Edge of Your Seat P. If you're looking for me, my personals, Brandon Lachance, last name is spelled L-A Chance with a capital C. On the socials, on the plugs, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please like, follow, review, five star, a million stars, all those things. We'd really appreciate it. Always thank you for the love and support. If you have any questions, suggestions, you want to be a guest. You know somebody that would be a good guest. You like or dislike something I or a guest say. Or you want to sponsor Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Please send an email. Podcast at gmail.com As always, much love to Brian Cavelli, Cavelli Productions, for the creation of the intro and outro beat for Edge of Your Seat Podcast, which is brought to you by First State Bank. 19 locations in northern and central Illinois. Great people. They know what they're doing when it comes to banking and not just deposits and withdrawals. Absolutely everything. You need a CD, you need a loan, anything. First State Bank is where you should go. This podcast, this episode 270 is loaded with Lady Bruin guests. I mean, they just won a state championship. Of course, they're on this show. Here's the order that we'll hear them from. After St. Bede won the state semifinal 4-1 over Goreville on Friday, June 2nd, 
Spoke with Junior Reagan Stout. She was a third baseman in that game. She's a starting pitcher for the Bruins. She's one of their aces with Ella Hermes. Usually there's ace, there's one. But I think Hermes and Stout are both worthy of the ace title. So I call them co-aces. Might just be me, but both of them are really, really good and superior to most pitchers that I've seen this year. So I call them co-aces. She also had the best St. Bede batting average going into the postseason or to the state tournament with a 517. Then we will hear from Coach Sean Sons. We spoke the day after the state championship during the celebration. He was busy. I was busy. I grabbed a bunch of players to chat with and let it sink in for him just a little bit more. And we broke down the game and everything that happened in this entire crazy IHSA state tournament. So I spoke with him on Sunday, June 4th. Then we will hear from three players that I caught up with at state. Right after they won, they received their trophy, they received their medals, and then I got to speak with them. Starting with Ella Hermes, complete game in the circle for the state semifinal, the 4-1 win over Goreville. Then she came in for relief for Stout in the state championship game when it was tied 6-6. Hermes picked up the win to give her two wins in the two state games. Then Lily Bosnick, the freshman shortstop, not only was she amazing defensively, but big hits, including a ground rule double in the semifinal and a triple in the championship and also an RBI single. And then, you know, the three outs to secure the championship for St. Bede. And then we'll cap off the interviews with senior center fielder Addie Bounce. Oh, she gathered the ball after it bounced towards her and heaves it to the catcher, Bella Pinner, to get an out that saved a run. What a fantastic, fantastic throw. It was in the top of the third as Illini Bluffs is trying to pat on some runs because they already had a 3-0 lead. And Addie was like, nope, I am gunning this (laughs) to home plate. And man, what a throw, what a throw. And as Sean Sons will say in his chat, it changed the momentum of the entire game. Without that throw, I don't know if St. Bede gets the momentum, the oomph, the gusto. We'll go with gusto, bring a word from 1980s, to get those six runs in the bottom of the third. It started with a defensive play, Eddie Bonce's crazy throw. So, with Stout, Sons, Hermes, Bosnick, Bonce, in other words, we have a lot of St. Bede awesomeness. Have you heard the news? First State Bank is the first to offer Quillo. Quillo is an online personal loan officer that allows you to apply for a loan in just minutes. Need to replenish your checking account? Pay off a high interest credit card? Or take that vacation you have always wanted? Check out Quillo on the First State Bank website using your phone, tablet, or PC. It won't impact your credit score to apply. There are no fees, no penalties, and payments you can afford. You'll need a First State Bank checking account, but have no worries. You can apply for one of those online too. Check out FSB Premier's account that pays higher interest for doing a few routine activities. Go to firststatebank.biz today to see how you can get a Quilla loan with a new or existing checking account. 
First State Bank is member FDIC and equal housing lender. On this very episode, we also need to catch up with all the spring postseasons with win-lose stat. All our 48 high schools are out of the soccer finals, girls' soccer finals, so we'll go over the state champs, and then we'll catch up softball, baseball, 1A, 2A was just the state tournament, that's all we had left, and 3A, 4A, their championships are this weekend. So we will break down the sectional semifinals and forward. Today being June 7th, a beautiful Wednesday. So state games, just two days away. And that will pretty much end the spring postseason. It has been amazing. So many state champs in boys track, girls track. We had so many tennis qualifiers and we've been doing interviews. I wish it was possible to push these shows out as fast as I could talk to people. Unfortunately, it is not. But if it was, because we got some doozies, we're going to be plugging these podcasts out left and right all summer long to try to get us caught up before August and the 2023-2024 school sports season. So let's jump into the girls soccer champions. What is crazy is, 1A, 2A, and 3A, all state championship games went to two overtimes. Yeah, all three of them, two overtimes. Crazy. I've never seen anything like that before. In 1A, Normal University is the state champ with a 1-0 victory over Alleman in Rock Island. 2A, Glenwood, which is in Chatham, beat Bennett Academy 2-0 to win a state championship. And the 3A championship is O'Fallon as it beat Barrington 1-0. Congrats to all the champs, especially in the fashion that it happened. Those games literally went down to the wire. Let's go to the baseball field. We left off at the Supers, which brings us to the state championship. In the third place game, the IHSA state tournament. In 1A, which was Friday, June 2nd, was the beginning of the state semifinals. Episode 269 broke down the semifinal between Henry Sinanchuan and Newman. Not going to break down the entire game because one of our next pods features Henry Sinanchuan coach Max Kerbeck, Henry Sinanchuan freshman Jacob Miller, and Kenny Kerner, the Newman coach. So we get their takes, their memories of the game firsthand. We spoke with Miller because he hit the walk-off RBI single to defeat Newman 2-1. Henry Sinanchuan advancing to the championship game. Newman went to the third place game against Goreville and was victorious 6-2. So Newman, the best finish in school history as this was the first time the Comets had ever made it to state. Henry Sinanchuan goes to the championship game, which was the furthest they had ever went. They went to state in 1979 and 1993 in the days when the top eight schools went to state and they never placed. So with them getting in this championship game, furthest the Mallards had ever went. Unfortunately, the Mallards were beat 8-0 by Jabalt Catholic. Fantastic seasons from both the Mallards and the Comets. Man, I wish it could just keep rolling because both of these teams were playing really, really amazing baseball. 
But we'll break down that game inning by inning between Henry and Newman in the next episode and talk a little bit about the championship and the third place game because we have amazing guests. You know, that's what we do here. In the 2A semifinals that were on Friday, June 2nd, Columbia beat DePaul College Prep 9-0. Joliet Catholic Academy beat Quincy Notre Dame 10-3. This set up the third place game. Quincy Notre Dame victorious against DePaul College Prep 7-2. In the 2A championship, Joliet Catholic Academy wins the championship 4-2 over Columbia. Joliet Catholic Academy is the team that knocked out Hall 14-4 in a super sectional. In 3A, we left off with regional champions Sycamore, Streeter, heading into sectional semifinals. Sycamore won its 3A, Caneland sectional semi, 3-2 over St. Francis. The Spartans also added a sectional championship plaque to the trophy case with a 8-3 victory over Burlington Central Catholic. Sycamore stayed victorious 8-0 against Rock Island in the Super Sectionals to advance to the Class 3A IHSA State Tournament, the semifinals kicking off on Friday, June 9th. They play at noon against Nazareth Academy. The other semifinal is Grays Lake Central versus Effingham. So if Sycamore beats Nazareth, They'll play the winner of Grays Lake Central and Effingham in the championship game. If they lose, they'll play one of those schools in the third place game. Streeter also made it to the sectional, but fell in a sectional semifinal 5-4 to Peoria Richwood. In 4A state semifinals, Edwardsville will play York out of Elmhurst. And Brother Rice in Chicago will play New Trier of Winneka. Don't follow any of those schools, but if you're Final Four in any class, you should get recognized, even on Edge of Your Seat Podcast. No, especially on Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Staying on the field, but going to softball in 1A. We already know this score, but let's say it again. In the first semifinal of the postseason baseball or softball, St. Bede beat Goreville 4-1 on Friday, June 2nd. In the championship game, St. Bede 7-6 over Illini Bluffs. Did not mention this before. Lindsey Locks, the Illini Bluffs coach. This was her third year. Year one and two, Illini Bluffs were the state champs. This was the third year. They get to the championship against St. Bede, but ran in to the Lady Bruins. In the third place game, Leroy won 4-3 over Goreville. Illini Bluffs had defeated Leroy in the other semifinal on Friday, 10-0, setting up Leroy and Goreville in the third place game. In Class 2A semifinals, Beecher 7, Johnson City 3. Rock Ridge knocked off St. Anthony and Effingham 6-2. In the 2A third place game, St. Anthony beat Johnson City 8-1. The championship Three Rivers Conference member Rock Ridge knocked off Beecher, won the state championship 7-1. In 3A, we left off with the regional champs going into sectional semifinals. Four schools, Ottawa, Sterling, Sycamore, and Kalen, were all remaining. Ottawa lost the Lamont sectional championship 7-0 to 
to the host school, Lamont. In the Belvedere North sectional, Sycamore beat Kalen 9-1. And Sterling beat Woodstock North 3-0, setting up the sectional final between Sterling and Sycamore. In a close contest, you know, there has to be a winner. And it was Sycamore 6-5 over Sterling. Unfortunately, Sycamore couldn't keep the winning ways going as it lost to Antioch 5-2 in the Super Sectional. The 3A tourney, the semifinals on Friday, will be Lamont versus Bennett Academy and Antioch versus Charleston. 4A, we left off with Yorkville advancing to the sectional finals. The Foxes beat Warrenville South 10-0 for the sectional plaque. They also kept their winning ways alive 2-0 against Bradley Bourbonnais in the Super Sectional to advance to the IHSA State Tournament. The Foxes play Oak Park River Forest at 3 p.m. Friday, June 9th in a state semifinal. The other semifinal features Chicago Marist and Barrington. Whew! Still got games going on. Still got teams that we're following. Sycamore Baseball, Yorkville Softball in the mix trying to win state championships. Believe it or not, sunny, beautiful weather is here. This means you'll want your lawn looking just as good as the sun rays feel. Arteaga Tree Service and Landscaping is the definition of lawn beautification. The company offers tree removal, lawn care, stump grinding, and spring and fall cleanup to residential and commercial customers. Arteaga Tree Service and Landscaping is fully insured and offers a senior citizen discount. Call 815-878-7504 for a free estimate from Arteaga Tree Service and Landscaping. And I don't know about you, but after I work on the yard, or even after I'm watching somebody else do the outdoor manicuring, I get hungry. Coming soon to Little Joe's Gaming Cafe is a kitchen serving a variety of good eats. Go to Little Joe's located at 713 Illinois Ave in Mendota or call 815-538-4900 for more information. It's time to dive into these chats, St. Bede chats. Reagan Stout after the state semifinal victory. Coach Sean Sons the day after state. Then Ella Hermes, Lily Bosnick, and Eddie Bontz during the state celebration after the Lady Bruins just won it. Congrats to St. Bede. It was a magical ride. Glad I got to be a part of it. Always a pleasure working with Jeremy Aiken, Mike Brown, WOPO 103.9, and then getting the opportunity to get right there, have chats, put it on Edge of Your Seat podcast, and deliver it to you. We'll be back soon for a couple episodes, and then I'm taking a week break. I'm going on vacation to West Virginia, June 10th through June 17th. So I'm trying to get a couple podcasts worked up so I can put it out during the time that I'm gone. But schedule's busy, refereeing summer ball for high schools, umpiring baseball and softball for Little League, just keeping me in shape and keeping me busy. And that also turns around for Edge of Your Seat Podcast because we keep it busy here too. Until next time, peace. Just got back home from Peoria where St. Bede won the Class 1A IHSA State Tournament Semifinal 4-1 against Goreville. 
we have Junior Reagan Stout with us. Reagan, I know you, the team, coaches, everybody is super hyped. Going to the state championship game Saturday at 11.30. Yes, we are. We've had a lot of energy so far, and now it's just up there still. It's still up there. You can't even get up there to, to grab it back down. <laughs> I know the excitement, the emotions are going crazy. Yes, they are. We're, I think we're most excited to go watch a movie later, but the game tomorrow is just going to be so electric. So the game started at 10, was over around noon, almost a two-hour game. It's 2.37, just a few hours later. Has it set in yet? Like, hey, we're going to play for a state title. I don't think it has, honestly. Just thinking that we made history today, I don't think that's settled in yet. Not with me, at least. Talking about making history, St. Bede had made the state tournament in 2013 and 2019, finished fourth and third, already getting into the championship game. You're going to be first or second regardless. Doesn't matter what happens. You've already made history. What does it mean to you to be part of this team that has the potential to win a state title? I mean, just knowing that I get to be a part of it is huge, and I know this is going to be probably something I tell my kids about when I'm older. It's just awesome to know that like we're out there and we're like inspiring little girls because I know when I was a little girl watching the state teams, I was inspired. So, Have you and the rest of the team had a conversation about this and what you guys are really doing right now? There have been a lot of moments, especially like when we walked into the dugout today, we're like, wow, guys, we're at state right now. I know Ella Hermes was... <laughs> When I went in before the last out to just give her a quick high five, she's like, what is going on? <laughs> it's kind of like all striking, right? Like it's a huge spotlight to put on 15, 16, 17, 18 year old girls, women, sorry, women. And the crowd, the environment was so tuned in to the semifinal. It's only going to expand in the state title game. I know it's really exciting to see how many people have been coming out. It's it just shows how much support we have. You gotta expect the St. Bede faithful to be faithful, right? Yeah. They came in droves. There were so many that were right around us at the WLPO 103-9 table. Kept coming by, giving us high fives, saying, go Lady Bruins. And you guys showed up. I mean, obviously, you wanted to. Everybody wants to get to the state title game. But what was it about this game in the moment that made you guys reach to that level and get the W? Well, I know personally, I knew we had this game from the first inning. I knew our energy was just going to come out on top. So just for like all the girls, we, we never were down. Although they did score before us, which I don't like when other team scores before us. We were up. We knew we were going to get it back. It was just a great game. Goreville scores one in the top of the first. St. Bede scored three runs in, I believe, the bottom of the fourth, and then one more run in the sixth, I believe, to take a 4-1 lead. And you guys held on. You guys kept putting the pressure on offensively and defensively. You guys were almost perfect. Well, in the scorebook, you were no errors where they had two errors that led to the three runs in the fourth inning. So, I mean, composure. That's all I can say about this team. Right, and... Even when the other team does make an error, we just have to capitalize on that and just keep doing our thing offensively. 
what I was impressed by is after you guys capitalize, you get the three runs, you know, everybody's happy, celebrating, of course. It's a game that's going to lead you to the state title. But instead of letting it get to you and get, you know, overconfident or, you know, cocky, borderline cocky, you guys stuck to your game. You just kept doing what you were doing, celebrated for a second, then it's, hey, we still got a game to play. Right, yeah. All year, we've definitely had our struggles with letting, like, even a bad offensive inning reflect onto the field like a strikeout or something. So we've worked on our composure this year. And even in the exciting times, just like going out onto the field, resetting and knowing that we're starting fresh this inning. Going into the regular season, especially the postseason, there was expectations for the St. Bede Lady Bruins softball team to do something big, to make a long postseason you know, run, whether it be a state title or not. When you guys won the Super, at that moment, it had already been met. The expectations like, oh, man, this team's for real. Now winning this game puts it in a whole nother level. Does that get to you guys at all? Or are you guys just rising to the occasion like, hey, this is our game? I think we're just rising to the occasion. This is just our moment that we've been waiting for. Lots of hours of practice, huh? Oh, yeah. Not even just that, though. Like We've had like a lot of team dinners and team talks and just so many things have led up to this moment. That's a good point. The bonding and the relationships between the teammates probably just as important as what happens on the field. Oh, for sure. Just uh, We've done a lot of things this year that I don't think other teams can say they've done, and we've come a long way with our team bonding. Is everybody on this team your friend? Oh, for sure. I've got their back, and I know they have mine. And it obviously shows on the field. The defense, like I said, no errors in this game. I think throughout the entire postseason run, I've covered Bennett every single postseason game for St. Pete. You may have three errors over the entire postseason. That just speaks for itself. I like that. You're like, yeah, I don't have anything to add. That's it. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. Congratulations, Reagan Stout, junior with St. Bede, Lady Bruins softball team, playing in the state championship. I'm going to say it one more time so it sinks in a little bit, Reagan. The state championship game tomorrow, Saturday at 1130 a.m. in Peoria. I'm going to let you go because I know you have a huge game to prepare for. That's right. The last few episodes have featured a coach. But now, before you say his name, you can say state champion Sean Sons. How does that sound? Brandon, it's kind of surreal, to, to be quite honest with you. You know, it's something you, you think about and dream about and pray about. And when it happens, it's, you know, surreal. You, you just don't know how to react. Still thinking in. I was just going to ask you, today is the day after the state final Class 1A. You guys beat... Illini Bluffs 7-6. When I say you guys, of course, I'm talking about the St. Bede Lady Bruins. Today, Sunday, June 4th. Yesterday, championship game was Saturday, June 3rd. Has it sunk in or is it starting to? Or what's the state of the championship awesomeness? It started to sink in a little bit. I got a little emotional in the the parade route uh, coming back home and you see all those people come out. And, you know, it's, it's not just St. Bede people. It's, it's everybody in, in our local community. And, you know, it's, it's just a really, really special feeling. So, yeah, it's sinking in a little more uh, every hour. Going into that game against Illini Bluffs, knew they were a good team. Two-time defending state champ. And 
It's only the coach, Lindsey Locks's third season. So two state championships and then in the championship game fall short to you guys. But you knew you were, you know, on a uphill climb. But like you always say, you won't count your girls out of any contest. Absolutely not. You know, everything was completely loose at the hotel. All the conversations we had with the girls, they just had this confident air about them. And they know that they, they can play with anybody. There was no nervousness. Uh, matter of fact, they were saying, you know what? Tomorrow we get to go make more St. Meat history. So there really wasn't any nerves uh, by the girls at all. I mean, it was, it was really, really impressive to see the way they carried themselves. Illini Bluff scores first. I think it is a 3-0 lead. And then you guys score six runs in the bottom of the third in an amazing offensive, I can't even say onslaught because it wasn't like there was a three-run home run or anything like that. There was a couple, you know, deep shots that were fielded, you know, as properly as you can. But it was just smart masterfulness of running the bases, catching walks when you needed to. It was just an array of everything that you want your club to do to score runs. Absolutely. You know, when they scored those runs in the first inning, Bella Pinner came in on our offensive level and say, hey, listen, we knew they were going to score. We knew it was going to be a tough battle, but we can score at any minute. So let's keep our heads up and let's go. And Coach Rob Rupert, my assistant coach, told the girls, hey, listen, they're not going to give it to you. You know, you just got to play your game the way we've done all year. You know, we've, we have started off slow in a couple games, but we've always come back. To the girls' credit, you talked about base running. Their softball IQ, you know, towards the, the end of this season, actually through the season, but more so, it increased as the season went on. I mean, it's off the charts. The base running, uh, executing, you know, the coaches can call what we call, but it's the girls that actually have to execute. And they did every time they stepped up big, every time we made certain calls. You just mentioned that Illini Bluffs wasn't going to give it to you. And they scored two runs in an inning and then one in another inning to tie it up 6-6. The Lady Bruins come up to bat in the bottom of the six and get that one run you need from the help of the bottom of your lineup. And that's what did it offensively. I mean, just talk about them coming up in them pressure moments. You said they were loose and, you know, not afraid of that moment. And that was a pure example of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we told the girls early in the game, hey, if we get runners on, we can play our style of game, small ball, use our speed, get runners over, get them on, get them in. They did that. They strung them together when they needed to string them together. And then Madeline Torrance with that big single of the gap, get, uh, scoring that uh, winning run, that was huge. Let's now do some name dropping since you already started. Madeline Torrance... Wasn't like 9 of 9 or anything like that in the last couple of games, but she seemed to, when it was timely, when she knew the team needed a hit, Madeline Torrance was at the forefront like, okay, this is my time. Absolutely. You know, great senior leadership. It started, you guys remember when we were at the regional championship. She was flashing the leather. She was putting the ball in play when we needed it in play to advance runners or score runners in the super sectional game. You know, the hit and run was on. And, you know, if she fake bunt, pull back and punch that ball through to score runs. And again, you know, in, the, in this state championship game, uh, you know, she just went to another level this postseason. I'm really proud of her. Regional championship game. 
blast. I think it was a two-run home run in center field. Looked like it was going to go to, you know, Indiana or something. It was way out there. <laughs> yeah. And then when you say... Yeah, it got out of there in a hurry. It sure did. And then when you say flash the leather, she had a full-stretch dive at second base to catch a ball, and we called it a web gem on WLPO Radio. Yep, absolutely. It, it truly was. In the state championship game, the final three outs in the top of the seventh, all handled by freshman shortstop Louie Bosnick. She gets a couple pop-ups, and then the third play was miraculous because she's running for it. It's right to the left of second base. She runs for it, slips. Her glove goes over the ball. She grabs the ball in full roll with the other hand and taps the base before the runner can get there for the force out, for the third out. State championship in the books and it was incredible because you didn't realize what had happened right you know i told her right before that pitch was thrown i came to the stop top of the steps in the dugout i said lily i said if that ball takes you to second base don't worry about tossing it because you've got the speed you can beat the runner there take it yourself well She's a sprinter. That's actually what she did. It got mucked a little bit. But I want to tell you something. To have the presence of mind, because she was past second base, she grabbed the ball, reached over her head, and tagged the base to get that runner out to seal the deal. I mean, that's, you know, you can't coach that. You can't teach it. That's, you know, her athleticism and, and uh, knowing what to do. And actually, she got she knew she was going to get smoked because that girl slid right into her, and she, she still came up and made the play. This was in the middle of the game, but to me and to Jeremy Aiken, the play-by-play guy for WLPO Radio, I was color for the state championship game. The play of the game was Eddie Bonts in center field. Gets a ball hit when a line-eye bluff seems like they're going to go on a run, do some monster damage on the scoreboard. No, Bonts doesn't let that happen. She gets a ball that bounces right in front of her and hurls a seemed like a 97 miles per hour fastball to catch her Bella Pinner and recorded the out at home. It was amazing. That was stuff you sometimes don't even see in the majors. Yeah, it, it, it was truly amazing. I wish I had a radar gun on that because it was smoking. You know, she unleashed that howitzer throw dead on. Bella knew that she could have gotten smoked at home plate, but she focused on the ball caught it, made the tag. I mean, it was bang, bang. And I'm telling you what, that lit the fuse for our, our offensive onslaught. That was the spark that we needed. We kept saying every inning after that, hey, the candle's been lit, let's go. And uh, that, that, that was the play right there that, that uh, really sparked us. You just juggled my memory a little bit because we said that on the radio. It happened in the top of the third, and then in the bottom of the third, you guys scored your six runs. You're right. That was the momentum changer. That was the spark. That was the kind of deciding factor of the game. Yep, it, it, it truly was. You know, and we've been saying all year, and I had to say it once on the field after there was an error. I said, hey, girls, we're okay. Even keel, even keel. And, and, and to their credit, that's what they do. They do not get flustered. And I'm not going to try to fluster you with this, but you guys created a lot of history. You won the first sectional that St. Beat has ever hosted, won your own sectional championship. The first girls team state championship in St. Bede history. Only the second St. Bede state team championship 
in school history as the baseball team won in 1988. So we're talking 30-something years later. And I'm sure there's more history that I'm leaving out if you want to go ahead and fill in the dots. But, I mean, that's a lot of history that your team has done. Yeah, it truly is. You know, and I have people coming up to me, you know, the last 36 hours. Hey, do you realize these girls did this? Do you realize these girls did that? And I didn't, you know, because we really don't focus on that aspect of it or that goal you know we had our eye on the prize to to win state but you don't look at those abstract things for that to, to happen and then now come into realization it just exemplifies the hard work and everything that these girls have done it's just awesome and i'm so happy for these girls so happy for St. bead yeah it, it's it's truly amazing I don't know if you could say the word amazing enough for this team. What you guys have been able to do in the regular season, then the postseason, and going into the state championship, I believe the opponent scored differential was you allowed four runs, and I believe you had scored like 46. Uh, you're correct. Actually, I think uh, yesterday's game, that was the most runs we gave up in a single game in postseason. It just leads to the fact that, you know, our pitching staff with, with Reagan Stout and Ella Hermes catching, you know, Bella Pinner, uh, our defense, uh, you know, I, I have to look it up and I've been so busy. I just haven't had a chance. You know, I think we only had three errors in the postseason. Our batting, you know, when we even had spot players, Brandon, you know, like, like Abby Michaels, you know, she's got spot playing time during the season, came up big in the, uh, in the postseason with timely hits and moving runners over. Uh, Tessa Degash making really key plays out in right field. Uh, and even our courtesy runners, you know, Quinn McLean, Lily McLean, her sister, she ran in a championship game. You know, another freshman put on that big stage. And, uh, you know, Bailey Engels, uh, another courtesy runner who, who ran for Bella uh, most of the season, or at least half of the season. Uh, she's a sophomore. And to come up uh, big in the moments that they needed to, it's, it's, it's just incredible. I can't say enough about them. And correct me if I'm wrong, Ava Balestri comes out of the dugout, off the bench, and makes the game-winning single. Then you bring in Lily McClain to run for, and that's the run that scores. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to save that because I kept telling Ava, and you know, uh, Coach Rupert asked me, hey, do you want her to go take some swings? Do you want her to go take some swings? I said, absolutely. I went to the bottom of the dugout right before, the inning before she came up to bat, and I, I told uh Abby Michaels, I said, hey, kiddo, I said, I'm going to have Ava bat for you the next time we come up. I said, it's nothing that you did wrong or, or, you know, didn't do. I said, but maybe with one big swing, we can tack on another run. And uh, I said, I want you to go tell her, be her biggest cheerleader. You know, that's what Mudita is all about. And that's what she did. And Ava got up there and her first swing. I thought, oh man, if she'd caught that solid, it'd have still been going. But she did it what she uh, what she needed to do, and 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 get that single, and and get runners on board for us again, and and you know the result. Everybody knows what it is. The game winning run is what that means. From right. and she's a freshman, right? You are correct, sir. So a freshman gets the game winning hit that scores a game winning run. And then a freshman in Lily Bosnick 
ends the game with her defense after some great plays all throughout the postseason. And I know we're still talking about this championship, but we're talking about the youth of this state championship squad, and they're all going to return to you. Uh, absolutely. You know, and, and I'd be ris- remiss if I didn't mention, you know, we took the whole program to state. The underclassmen going to practices, knowing that they weren't getting a lot of uh, defensive reps or maybe offensive reps, but they put the pressure on because we used them as runners. And when we did that, we actually had them advance by two steps before we put the ball in play to put the pressure on our defense to come up with the ball quicker, you know, make quicker plays, quicker in transition. And, you know, it, it's a credit to them, too. They had a part in this as well. Definitely. And we cannot forget the seniors. I know Madeline Torrance is a senior. Eddie Bonds is a senior. Is there any other seniors on the squad? Alyssa Angles, Abby Michaels. Like I said, they, they were spot players due to injuries, and Abby stepped up big uh, in, in the couple of last postseason games. I can't say enough about them, the, the senior leadership that they provided. A lot of them fighting through injuries and pain. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they really came through for us. It's, 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 I'm very, very sad to see them leave. No doubt. And I bring that up because when I talked to Lily Bosnick, after the game yesterday, which will be on this podcast, she mentions the seniors, and that's what she was thinking when she got that last out. She was just thinking about the seniors and, you know, happy that they get to end their career with the state championship. And I was just like, man, that, that kind of moved me a little bit. I was like so selfless in an act of amazingness. We already described the play and what she did, and she was thinking about the senior class, nothing else. Absolutely. Again, and Brandon, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but that's the cornerstone of our, of our program. It's Mudita. It's, you know, she's, she's as happy for the seniors getting the win as like she is for, for getting the, the final out. It's really something to be associated with, and, and I'm so happy that uh, all the players and coaches and, and, and the parents really bought into this. You've explained to me what Medita is a couple of times, but let's do it one more time so the Edge of Your Seat podcast audience definitely knows what we're talking about here. Okay. It's, it's a Sanskrit word. There's no other word in the English language that matches it. And it means, can you be as happy for someone else's success as you would be if you did it yourself? It's, it's that simple. They all rallied around it, and it's, you know, it, these girls, it's it's not me, it's we. And whatever I need to do, if it's, you know, get a glass of water from my teammate or a cool towel or get up to bat and get on to make that the winning run or to hit that, that game-winning hit, that's what it's all about. And they all celebrate together. We all celebrate together, and it's just incredible. And this season was incredible. This team was incredible. The job that you, Rob Rupert, and your other coaches were able to do was incredible. Coach, I can't say it enough. Congratulations on a fantastic season and a state championship. First time in St. Bede history for a girls' state title and only the second state title in school history. It's amazing, and you guys deserved those medals to be draped around your necks and that huge trophy that I'm sure is going to be decorating the St. Bede trophy case. Yes, it will. Uh, Brandon, if you'd allow me, I I got a couple of thank yous I'd like to extend. Is that okay? Of course. My coaching staff, 
I really leaned on them this year, really relied on them, and they came up aces. Uh, you know, it's a brotherhood. It really is. You know, we don't always agree at times, but we all have an input. And the synergy our coaching staff has, I think, really helped us uh, push us to this victory. And also, uh, it was my son's birthday. He was also on the coaching staff. So he got a state championship as well on his birthday. And it was really super special for me to be able to do that with my son. My family, you know, they're the ones that put up with me when the practice doesn't go so well or we have a loss or all the time away from home. Uh, I want to thank them. And last but certainly not least, uh, you go through a season and, you, you know, you have some ups and downs and you think to yourself as a coach, hey, am I doing the right things? Are we reaching the kids? Do I need to change anything? And I want to thank uh, John Slingsby, Slick Slingsby. He met with me a couple of times, you know, calmed my fears gave me some really, really good advice, and uh, he, he actually helped guide us through this process, guide me, guide me through this process going to state, you know, letting me know every step of the way what's going to happen, and uh, I call him the coach's coach, and I just want to thank him. Uh, that's the way to do it. You got to thank the people you need to thank, because... You know, we talk about the players, we talk about the head coach, but I know there's a ton of pieces behind the scenes that go into a state championship. Absolutely, Brandon. If, if I forgot anybody, it's because, you know, things are still fresh in my mind. And, you know, I'm sure when I sit down at my desk a couple of days from now, and I'm writing out thank yous from the, from the softball team to everybody we need to thank, they'll get a personal letter from me. That's fantastic. Sean Sons, St. Bede Lady Bruins softball team coach, state champion. Thanks so much, Brandon. That's nice to hear, but I'm still getting used to it. Psych! Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not done yet. The St. Bede State Championship was so awesome. We can continue to talk about this awesomeness. Sean Sons, I know we may have not talked about everybody. You're correct, Brandon, and I, I certainly don't want to leave uh, this young lady out. Left fielder, freshman, super speedster, uh, slapper, had so many key hits in the postseason, and, you know, she she made some key plays on defense as well. The ball that got by uh, Addie there in that one inning in the state championship, she had the presence of mind to be backing up. Actually saved a run from scoring, and uh, I, I, I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned her. And I kept saying it throughout the whole broadcast. Obviously, she was a great, you know, defensive piece for you, but offensively, Having a over 400 batting adder at the number eight spot in your batting lineup, I was like, it's like you have a leadoff hitter at the back of the rotation. Absolutely, that you know, that's the reason she's there is to help turn over that lineup, and uh, she cer certainly uh, succeeded at that this year. Perfect. I can always extend these. You know, there's no rule to Edgeversy <laughs> Podcast. Right. Right. It could be a mix of the excitement of the state tournament winning a state championship or the fact at the end of the conversation, we both had to be places, schedules, we're adults, ugh, those. But there was a couple things that we missed out on on that conversation. First of all, the player we were just talking about, the freshman left fielder, Emma Slingsby, huge postseason performances and I don't think we put her name in there. We talked about her, called her she, said freshman left fielder, but definitely want to give her a shout out. Emma Slingsby, great play during the postseason. Also, Maddie Dalton, Coach Sons, was super happy, excited, impressed 
with how Maddie Dalton played through some serious pain because they think she has a possible torn labrum that she had in the sectionals or suffered through in the sectionals. He said that she gutted through the pain and played phenomenal defense for the Lady Bruins with some run-saving scoops at first base. She was batting third in the lineup in the regionals, in the regional championship. And then I was curious of why Maddie Dalton was not in the batting lineup, but still playing first base. It was because of the injury, but she stayed a part of the team in a huge piece of the state championship. You just heard from Regan Stout Jr. with the St. Bede softball team and Coach Sean Sons. Those interviews and the interviews with Ella Hermes, Lily Bosnick, and Eddie Bonds that you're about to hear are brought to you by Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership that is dedicated to being community first. A small dealership in a smaller town. The staff and general manager, Ski Hartman, and his associate, Jason Hintz, pride themselves in being here for you. They don't want to sell you one vehicle. They want to form a bond, a relationship, to get you every vehicle you want in cars, trucks, and SUVs for your friends and family. Ski has lived in Princeton since he was five and has been with Mendota Ford for three years. He has plenty of experience helping you with all of your vehicle needs as he has been in the motorcycle business for 20 years and over 10 years in car sales and management. Jason Hintz has been with Mendota Ford for eight years, giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Mendota Ford family. Ski and Jason will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys with a little jingle jangle. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on Highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, check out www.mendotaford.com. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Mendota Ford. First off, Ella Hermes with St. Pete Academy. And Ella, you, you ended up the, the winning pitcher in both games. You came on in relief today. You won yesterday. Talk about uh, the accomplishment of winning a state title. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so awesome. I mean, we knew we could do it. It's just a matter of being here. Um, talk about just the season, the grind that it is uh, going back to when you kind of had rainy, cold weather when the season starts. Yeah. Now it's 90 degrees. You're playing late in June and, and make it all the way with you know almost 40 games in a season. It's a grind. Yeah, it is. We just we just stayed focused and kept getting better. And talk about your team coming through in those key moments. I mean, there are some crucial moments if you guys don't have yeah. a hit or don't get an out. You know, the game changes the other direction. Talk about you guys staying in it like that. Yeah, we're always there for each other. And we always know we can get a crucial hit in that like moment. And like we always said, the top of the lineup's down. We got the bottom of the lineup. Same the other way. We're always there for each other. Talk about uh, your teammate Bolestri, Ava Coming oh off, goodness, coming she didn't in. get a bat, a bat yesterday yeah. in the most pressure of situations to start that sixth inning rally. Yeah, she just, we all we all have confidence in each other, and I knew she once she was up there, I was like, she can bomb it. I mean, she's <laughs> on. You can tell right away. As a junior, I mean, this is the first Lady Bruin State Championship. I'm saying yeah. it with big eyes because that's crazy important. Yeah. You're part of this team. What does that mean to you? It's crazy. It's so awesome. It's unbelievable. I mean, I can't believe we did it. It's like, 
my brain's like all over the place. Like, wow, that's insane. Hopefully, we can do it next year. Congratulations, Ellen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here with Lily Bosnick of St. Beat Academy, and Lily, uh, you know, you played shortstop yesterday, moved over to third today. It seemed like wherever you were in the field this weekend, you were brought in action defensively and you always made the play. Now, we'll talk about your offense because you came up big as well, but your defensive effort, is that something you take pride on in your defense? Yes, defense is my favorite part of the game, and it always has been since T-ball, and I just I just clear my mind and I know I can make the play. And offensively, you had a, a double yesterday, hit a, a bounce it off the wall. Yeah. Today, you had a triple, I think you had three hits, a couple singles. Seeing the ball so well this weekend? My coach actually, he told me to sing the theme song of my favorite kid or little childhood TV like theme song. And that's what helps me, I guess, because that's all I've been doing. Talk about being a freshman on this team. I mean, you know, it's the end of the year, so technically really you're at a, you're almost like a sophomore at this point. But was there a lot of leadership on this team being a freshman that you could turn to throughout the year? Oh yeah. Um, my number one person I always turned to was Madeline Torrance. She is my definition of the perfect role model. And I just, I'm so sad to see her go. And yeah, but everybody just stepped up always and was always a team leader. Now you have me curious of what song you were singing to yourself while you were up there. The Team Umizoomi theme song. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I want, if you could elaborate on the last out. I mean, you go to do a routine play, you kind of slid, then you roll over the ball, you get the ball and then touch it with the plate. Talk about the heads up and just the reaction time that it took you to get that out. Well, I just had a feeling it was coming to me. Like from the beginning, I was like, I, I know this ball is coming to me. So I was like, just do what you know how to do. But I must, like I slipped and I just did what I could and it worked, I guess. <laughs> What's going through your head when you realize that's an out? You hear the umpire. What's going through your head knowing you just want to say title? Um, my seniors. That's what went through my head. Like last game, last like seeing them maybe. So I just ran over to Madeline and just hugged her as hard as I could. Does your driver need a new grip? Seven iron need a new head? Putter need to be replaced? Want to play a simulator during rainy, cold days? Sports Boss Golf is your one-stop shop for everything golf, located at 2950 Kane Road in Leland, Sports Boss has over 10,000 used clubs and new clubs for sale. Owner Mark Wright rebuilds, repairs, replenishes the value of every club in his own shop. Want a Callaway? Sports Boss has it. A Betanardi, Bridgestone, Cleveland, Cobra, Exotics, Crank, Mizuno, Odyssey, Puma, Srixon, TaylorMade, TorEdge, Wilson, yeah, all of those. Sports Boss has a partnership with each and every one of those top brands. Check out Sports Boss Golf Shop on Facebook or call Sports Boss Golf at 815-326-9686 or send an email to sportsboss777 at gmail.com to book simulator time, inquire about repairing or purchasing clubs, and any other of your golf needs. Eddie Bonds, senior yeah. center fielder. First, I want to talk about that throw. <laughs> throw you. from center field to home plate on the money. It was a long throw. <laughs> Thank you so much. What's going through your head? like With you, that throw? Yeah. Nothing besides get her out. I mean, I kind of just got up and threw. I wasn't really thinking. Like I knew, I knew what I needed to do before the play started, so I didn't have to think much, but I just did what I needed to do. Perfect. Just talk about this team all season long. 
you'd find yourself down one or two and then, you know, have an inning or two where you bounce back. Yeah. Six runs in the third obviously <laughs> helps, but then you yeah. kept on the pressure defensively. Yeah. We all tell each other, like, if one of us makes an error, the next person and the rest of the team will pick them up, and we never get down. If we do, we call each other out on it, and we figure it out, we talk about it, and we get hype again, and we make it work. We told each other today, if we get down, like, we can't give up, and we have to get going again. And we did just that, so. For sure. I've been calling the games all throughout the postseason on yeah. WOPO, and you could tell from regional championship all the way through yeah confidence you know team yes. togetherness all that stuff yes. how important was it for the team that you guys had to make this run i mean you can always have talent and things yeah. like that but the team you know cohesiveness yeah. it was our team like our behavior with each other and the way we act around each other is anything i have never i've never imagined before it's so great yeah, the girls here are perfect. They're wonderful. There's no drama. We all love each other. Um, we kind of think of each other just as like sisters, siblings. We tell each other what we need to do better at and what we're good at, and it's all love around here. Senior year, yep. you're a state champ. Yep. Done with high school, yep. softball. What does it mean to you to end it like this? Oh my gosh, it's the best feeling ever. I mean, it's, I, I don't know, anyone could never, I don't know what to say. Anyone would dream of this. It's the best thing ever. Did you think throughout the postseason that this was actually a possibility? A hundred percent. I knew with the way our team played and acted and our attitudes, we would a hundred percent get to this point line. So. Anything you want to add? I love my team. That's all. <laughs> Perfect. Surf internet's fast. Fiber internet is more reliable and 25 times faster than cable. Unlike other local providers, we're proud to provide transparent, all-in pricing that includes equipment fees and taxes. With speed packages starting at $35 a month, you'll get a free modem, free expert installation, and free whole home Wi-Fi on most plans. Plus, no contracts and no data caps at a price that's locked in for life. Go to surfinternet.com to learn more or call 844-955-SURF for details. That's 844-955-SURF. Limited time offer, restrictions apply.